0: For
1: Dumbo, this is
0: Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura, I'm Julie, <laughs> and today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece. Guess which one? And we're going to give it our super scientific rating. Um, but before we start, Julie, mm-hmm. recommendations? Uh, yeah,
1: I do. I okay, so this is like, I don't usually do this. I don't usually do this. Oh my I have god, product recommendation! Oh, um. Aveno, okay, drugstore brand, but they have like a sensitive skin line that's okay. like um, oat based, and I've been using their this out of this line like their face wash. Um, I have like a serum from this line, and I also have an overnight face moisturizer, and I just love it. It's like the calmest my face has ever been.
0: Julie, do you, you wanna know use- too? no but what okay. i was gonna recommend was to get obsessed with your skincare routine it's stop like, it
1: we did not plan this y'all we
0: did not no but i've been like i've gotten like a night cream and a day cream and a serum and an eye cream and a, like because it's just now so meditative yes and it's it's
1: also a routine
0: yes to so like and start it, your day and mm-hmm. end your day
1: yes I feel like we read the same thing somewhere or like saw the same algorithm thing. Um, I saw Vogue's
0: Beauty Secrets. Oh, then no. Video. <laughs> and it was just like all of these celebrities talking about their nighttime routine and their daytime routine. And I was like, man, I want to I want to be this sounds luxurious to just take 10 minutes at the beginning of the day and the end of the day just for me. Have you. um
1: Gotten a little refrigerator for your skin stuff?
0: No, I'm okay. not there yet.
1: I I got one at at uh, Ross Dress for Less, Ooh. um, which apparently is also Ross Face for Less, because I got a little <laughs> refrigerator, <laughs> refrigerator and it's especially being in Florida. Yeah,
0: I yeah I love it. I was about <laughs> to say like I don't need a little refrigerator considering sometimes my pipes freeze right now. <laughs> <But>. Oh yeah. <laughs> But that I mean, I also think especially if you're like into more face masks, I feel like those are the things that like need to be refrigerated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to do more face masks. Yeah. This is the year. This is the year for face masks. Hey,
1: I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan.
0: Have you always wanted
1: to explore the world of sports but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry?
0: Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with
1: sports, Good Game is there to break it down for
0: you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all.
1: With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes
0: literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today, (laughs) let's get ready for Dumbo. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about the 2019 movie, Dumbo. Um, We are in Feral for Feral Month. And, um, so I picked a Disney movie (laughs) (laughs) because I'm weird like that, but it has Colin Farrell in it. So, um, this is a retelling of the Disney classic Dumbo and I'm going to read, I'm not, I don't want to read a vamp this movie, so I'm going to read the actual Disney plus summary. Um, circus owner, Max Medici enlists former star Holt Farrier. Okay. They went from Farrell to Farrier. That really anyway and his children millie and joe to care for a newborn elephant whose oversized ears make him the laughingstock in an already struggling circus but when they discover that dumbo can fly the circus makes an incredible comeback attracting uh persuasive entrepreneur va vandiver who recruits the peculiar okay they're using really big words (laughs) pachyderm which is what elephants are but they didn't have to say peculiar pachyderm anyway for His newest larger than life entertainment venture, Dreamland, and then it talks more about it. I'm not horribly mad at it. I think Peculiar Pachyderm is just we it's get a, it, just, it's a little much, yeah. You're expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. so Julie, I have to mm-hmm. ask you, yeah, have you ever seen the original Dumbo? Is this your first time seeing the new Dumbo?
1: I have seen the original Dumbo, I mean, when I was a kid, I cannot tell you the last time I saw it, yeah. Um, I can say I watched with Mike, whose memory recall when it comes to movies Solid. is something else. Yeah, but he, um, like the whole time we were watching the movie, he was like making comments. He was like, "Oh, this is like a shot from the from the cartoon." Mm-hmm. Like he he was very impressed by the the transfer of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I um love Dumbo, uh. So I didn't get to watch it until. This is going to be a long part of this episode, but like, so when I was three, I watched mm. Fox and the Hound and I mm. had kind of a crisis around it. Yeah. And, um, my mother was like, okay, no more sad Disney movies. Like we're not doing it. We're not doing Bambi. So I, I didn't watch Bambi until I was 26 and I didn't watch Dumbo until I was 26. Um, mainly cause I was dating a guy who loved Disney. He's like, oh, you haven't seen Dumbo. We should watch Dumbo. And the original Dumbo movie has a lot of flaws. Like most things from the 1930s if you pick them out and be like, here. Mm -hmm. But I fell in love um, with the character so much that it is my favorite Disney character. Mm. And I love him, the original movie, because everyone needs a friend like Timothy Mouse who's like, I don't know anything about you, but I believe in you. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: believe, like I'm really close with my mom. And when I watched this movie for the first time, I was very far away from my mom and that's a major plot point um i know
1: <laughs> oh boy i and like boy. how you were like julie's gonna
0: cry and you started it i know and then um in the original movie the reason they fly find out he can fly is because timothy mouse and dumbo get drunk and dumbo flies and so i like the fact that like sometimes you have to get a little bit tipsy to know what you're capable of or like do something you <laughs> know what you're capable of um And then, like I think, the metaphor of the magic feather of like Mm -hmm. this thing that makes you fly, but it doesn't—you don't actually need it. Right. Powerful to me. So I have a feather tattoo. Like that's me and Dumbo. (sighs) So. so
1: I love that. That's so beautiful.
0: Because you just need something that like makes you fly, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. actually mean anything, but it is—it's meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. Um. So when I heard this movie came out, was going to come out, I was skeptical because, you know, but I also knew it had to be retold too, because there was a, and for right reasons, like, like I said, Dumbo is not my favorite movie, the original, but it's my favorite character because out of all of the like revamping they've done or retelling or how you ever like to say it, um, this one needed to be done for this character to continue. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. did
1: you you seen this before we yes watched it for
0: okay my my friend, I don't my friend and I went and saw it opening day okay to the midnight showing there was no one else there who's who's doing that
1: <laughs> once again
0: probably to no surprise to you I
1: somehow had no idea this movie existed until you chose it
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> so what were your thoughts let's go yeah I mean I I felt, okay, I am going to say this. I do felt feel like, because it's not based, other than the movie, it's not based on, like, a book or an existing Mm-mm. story. Mm-mm. So there were some choices that I think that they made because they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it felt like, um, at the start, it was like they got in a room and they're like, what are, like, what are all the things that we can do to, like uh like pull at people's heartstrings you know like yeah. it, 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 like it was a little bit of emotional manipulation for me at the start where it was like okay so the mom died while the
0: father was away at war also the father lost his arm which is therefore the of... <laughs> huh that's the means of like making money for this
1: family right and like and he can't now do the thing for the circus That mm-hmm. you, so it was just like all of that at once and i was like jeez
0: yeah just like
1: it was it was a lot um and i honestly like i don't think him him only having um one accessible hand i don't think that ever came up as like a plot point or like a need for it so it just felt like are you just trying to make me cry at everything
0: in this movie i think yes (laughs) I think that, yeah, there was like a few, so the original movie's like seventy minutes. like it's very short. It's like but. And they, at the very beginning, they show the little girl with the mouse that's dressed up like Timothy Mouse. And they were pretty secretive around this movie. like they mm-hmm. the the trailer didn't really show anything except for that, let's get ready to dump for Dumbo clip that they played like seven billion times. And so whenever you first see. And, and these, like, these re- live actions of Disney movies, we don't, you never know if the animals are going to talk or they're not going to talk. <laughs> that's the big, like, you're like, are they going to talk? Tell me, are they not? You know, because you get, like, I would like to compare jungle books, <laughs> like, mm, you mm. know, where you have the one jungle book that, like, is, like, true to the book. And then you have the jungle book that's, like, true, where you have, like, sexy sexy snake voiced by scarlett johansson um and yeah so they show timothy mouse and then they go to this little girl and you're like oh this family dynamic is nowhere in the original movie and dreamland isn't in the original movie and so there's like so much stuff that was added that you're like why why mm-hmm mm-hmm and
1: apart from like feeling like there were just like some intentional choices like for the purposes of emotional manipulation yeah um i like whoever did the cgi for dumbo Mm oh give them all the rewards because Mm -hmm. rewards and awards um give them all the things because the that every time Dumbo's little eyes just started being so precious. I mean, it got me every time. Like it it was very hard for me to watch this movie. Like I just it felt like when I watched that um Meet the Fockers movie for the first time or whatever the first one's called.
0: Yeah, where it's just
1: like horrible thing after horrible thing oh, happening yeah. to that character and you're like, "Oh my god, when will one good thing happen?" Um but i i like (laughs) it was very hard for me to watch but i recognized that this was a very good movie if that makes sense
0: yeah i did that. like i was the the part where he like sees his mom and they're reconnected because they both work at dreamland that happens at because i've seen it before so i was like i'm just gonna because i already knew kind of my thoughts about where i i wish they would have changed it or i'm like why why this Mm -hmm. that happens at like an hour two and then the next 40 minutes is this big heist to get them to go back to um to get them to go back to India and I think it's funny or yeah I think these are yeah these are Indian elephants and um I think it's funny that the two things that my friend and I came away with is we were very confused on why they had a dreamland like, it felt like a Disney like, and Disney insert destroying itself. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, come to my theme park where we're going to mm. do all of these things. We're gonna And then we're going to burn it the fuck down. <laughs> uh-huh. And we're going to send these animals back to their homeland. So it just felt, I don't know, it just felt compared to, like, and yes, I know it's trying to revamp its image in a lot of theme parks and amusement parks that have done things in the past and, and the circus who have who have had elephants no longer have that like I know we're doing that revamping
1: mm-hmm.
0: but for a kids movie about a sweet little elephant trying to just find his mom I was I, like yeah I did, I, there was a point where I
1: was like is this movie for kids because yeah. I, just, I can't imagine
0: being a child <laughs> yeah. watching this movie especially when they don't have the nets that was the part where i was like this isn't for kids this is for adults that need a good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't have the nets and then colette is about to fall and then dumbo's about like that whole thing i was like i would never let my child until they were about 12 or th- this is why my mom <laughs> my mom kept stuff like this away from me uh until i was 26 but like or she didn't keep it away till i was 26 but i didn't watch it when i was little but um that it just, yeah, it felt like it was for adults. And, like, but at the same point, whenever that little girl comes up to Dumbo, and she's like, I don't need this key, and you don't need that feather, mm-hmm. I was bawling my eyes out, and was oh like, oh my god, yes. This is it's just, none of us need that feather. We can fly. So. Yeah, I I almost, like. I feel like this is a better movie for adults than children. Yeah. It was it was not written to be a children's movie. First off, it's too long. Um, when yeah. you were like,
1: <laughs> when I was like, Laura, this movie's really sad and I'm upset. And you were like, oh, don't worry, after 40
0: minutes. <laughs> well, I know. I said, so first off, the other pick that I chose is just a very dark and I said, this is the more lighthearted one, which looking back, not a good term. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if I should wait until we talk about the
1: other pick or chat about this now. But since you mentioned that, yeah, I started watching the other pick yesterday and I was yeah. like, this movie is significantly less dark than Dumbo. Now, there's maybe a turn that I'm not ready for yet. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I was like, this, you were like, this other movie, it's, it's going to be, uh, why did you call it? Heavy? No. Yeah. You used a specific word that, like, I was like, yeah, you're right, we should watch Dumbo first. That'll be lighthearted.
0: And then I'm like, <laughs> I've never cried more in my something-something years. Yeah, and, I... Yeah. And
1: the, like, all the, all the actors, once again, just Colin Farrell, man. Like, he is so good. He's so underrated. I think it's like yeah. watching like having an entire month devoted to him. Uh-huh. And seeing him play all of these different characters that I have not seen him play.
0: Mhm. I'm just like, "Wow. He's so good. He's so good and so um He's one of the the actors that I cannot see acting.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like like Danny DeVito who I love. Oh, I have a big I have a big qualm with one of his parts, but Danny DeVito who I love. Uh you can always see him acting, yes. you know and and even and McGregor who I love you can always see him acting and but Colin Farrell you can never see him acting you're like no this is this is you're in it you're just you just plopped yeah
1: he's like the guy that everyone probably I I don't I don't know his background I don't know if he went to like drama school or anything but if he did like he's probably the guy everyone hated because he's just so good
0: yeah he probably just walked in and like like oh I forgot to memorize this and like it just held it it was mm-hmm. great
1: and it was still beautiful
0: yeah um
1: what was i gonna say Colin Farrell, danny DeVito. oh i i i didn't look this up i meant to look this up did danny devito have any involvement in um like producing or like any involvement from that standpoint in this movie uh-huh. only because it had like his medici Uh huh. maybe that's just because like he has a wheelhouse but his medici was very much like if the father from Matilda had a change of heart, like if, if we saw the um, m- father from Matilda behave the way he did at the start of the movie, but then we actually saw him change and realize.
0: Well, yes, I actually related it more when he plays the ringmaster in Big Fish.
1: Oh, I forgot he's in. That. Which is
0: also directed by Tim Burton. uh OK. So mm-hmm. I feel, for me, I'm just, I just feel like Tim Burton's like, hey, I need a ringmaster. What's Danny up to? <laughs> What's Danny up to? Good old Danicle. Um, One of my biggest qualms with this movie is at the very end, Danny DeVito is giving his big long speech directly to camera mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the new circus and like all oh, this and we're revamping and this and that and blah. And it's great. This is supposed to take place in nineteen like forty five, I think. Uh-huh. Ooh. Who the fuck is he talking to? Because he's not <laughs> filming a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Is he a lucid? I ver- it just like so. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> 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 and it's like just have him write or to be talking to a newspaper article person, like yeah, a- yeah, like or something, but directly to camera. He's all. It just looks like a trailer for the circus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who the fuck is he talking to? They don't even have trailers in movie theaters yet. What are you doing, anyway? <laughs> That's my biggest qualm. <laughs> yeah, I sh- thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have said lighthearted. I think I, I just meant a just opposite of of uh, the banshees. I feel like beguiled and banshees are like film like this. Just it's filmed differently. Mm-hmm.
1: It, they're both; they are both slower, like yes. they're
0: slow build movies. If that yes, means. and this if is the... like trauma in twenty minutes. Yeah, it's... like
1: it's it's a longer <laughs> movie, but like there's repeatedly things happening to impact you. Yes, whereas the the other movies are sort of building towards a. Well, we'll we'll talk about beguiled. Yeah, L- another day, another
0: day. Um, with my patron Saint Nicole Kidman. So
1: (laughs) I know we talk about this anytime we bring up Nicole Kidman, and I feel like it's important to continue to do this. But Uh, the photo of her leaving the
0: divorce. uh, Yes. I (laughs) just 2023 energy. I yeah. I think she was the original, like not the original, but I feel like she was the first person of our generation to leave someone who hmm was very attractive had notoriety like had notoriety like seems like the perfect guy and to make it and like she didn't drag him through the mud she didn't but you could tell she was like i got it you know and just to see a woman that beautiful leave a man that beautiful yeah that like they quote like the fairy tale of them having everything mm-hmm. and to be like oh obviously that doesn't mean anything when it comes to a relationship like money doesn't mean anything social stat, like so
1: not to mention um like you know however many years later when oh my god Dawson's Creek Katie Holmes when Katie Holmes married him and like like the world like literally watched her like escape yeah like the like in the dead of night escape that marriage yeah um it really makes you like even more look back on like damn Nicole Kidman was very like calculated not in like a creepy way or sneaky way but in like a i need to protect myself and my children way
0: yeah oh i love mm. that fashion's coming back oh no yeah what well, she's that wearing fashion does not speak to me i know but it's back it's back you've got the height for it um yeah i would probably have to like I, I would never rock a crop with a see-through over top at the current moment like a crop tank
1: wait which fashion are we talking
0: about i'm talking about the one of her leaving
1: oh <laughs> Sorry. Wearing I, thought, I thought you were talking about the fashion of beguiled. oh <laughs> where it's like very fitted in the torso and like oh, curved uh, out at the top, like oh, two triangles pointed together
0: that like if you're short like me, you're just gonna look like a little blob. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent I would wear that. I was talking about like early two thousands fashion. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right, we're... and back to Dumbo. We're going That was a beautiful oh, no. moment in our friendship and our oh. podcast. Or they're both back. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 um I yeah. I do do think this movie it needed a revamp from the old one so I do like that. I just, yeah, I feel like it was written it was written in a very Big Fish way too, which like Big Fish also is a very sweet story with a lot of stuff but also very sad and long. Mm -hmm. Not a kids movie. Yeah. Okay, so here, okay, here's do you think Tim Burton makes good kids films? okay and this... mind you he actually had very little to do with nightmare before
1: christmas so well i've actually never seen that <gasps> i know yeah i know it's not it's not a pop cult it's not a period piece so
0: we'll never see it
1: we'll never see it <laughs> um
0: what other movies has he done uh, that are Beetleju- qualified as kids' movies. Beetlejuice, which is like, eh. Edward Scissorhands, which is like, eh. He's done Corpse Bride. These are all qualified as kids' movies? Yeah. Oh. And
1: Frankenweenie? I haven't seen that. Yeah. I I guess, like, is there a middle ground between kids' movies and adult movies?
0: I feel, so I feel like, what's it called in literature? Is it, like, middle grade, where it's 10 to, like, 14-year-olds?
1: Uh, there's middle grade, and then there's young adults. So middle grade is, like, um, upper elementary to middle school.
0: Yeah, and I feel like Tim Burton lives in young middle, middle grade and young adult. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think he makes a good movie for a six-year-old. No. No, and but so- I do think for older for older kids yeah absolutely yeah because i think that that might be where we're seeing like the because dumbo should be for because if you think of like synergy um mm-hmm. that disney loves which it does like and mm-hmm. they're brilliant at it they re release this movie to like i think the live actions are a part of a bigger plan to get merchandise and to revamp parts of their parks too. Like, mm. not necessarily one step above the other, but I think that, like, that is helping itself, right? So, to revamp Dumbo, which had some issues before, sure. they also can revamp, like, it gives more life to the Dumbo ride and the merchandise and, like, all of that. And if you go to Disneyland, Casey Jr., they have two Dumbo rides in Disneyland because um, <laughs> you can ride the train. Um, and I, I think that they should have been aiming for a, a movie for six and seven year olds mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the Dumbo ride. And I think they just aimed Tim Burton. Just it's a little t- it just it's so adult.
1: Yeah. And that. Yeah. And now that you mentioned it, the fact that they have a Dumbo ride, like the kids are who's going to want to see this movie.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. So could you mm-hmm. imagine like having a five-year-old sit through a theater oh the- my god <laughs> yeah <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> that being said i the visuals of it the costume team and the set team i thought was mm-hmm. phenomenal which like tim burton knows how to like find support in that way yeah, but i yeah. felt like they did a really good job making it look like um that part of Fantasyland. you know yeah
1: um, and also, Dreamland, for me, like, um, it made me think of, like, Coney Island. Yeah. And especially, what was, it? there's, like, the whole thing of, like, the Coney Island fire.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe that's what they were going for. So,
1: I, I just, I wait a minute. Oh, okay. Actually, the area of Coney Island that caught on fire was called Dreamland.
0: Oh, Okay, so it's not a Disney
1: insert. Still, though, that's interesting that they... Yeah.
0: That makes yeah, me like so... it more.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, this actually is... <laughs> this... Okay, this is explaining a lot. I'm on the Wikipedia. Hot okay. off the presses. So, <laughs> uh, Dreamland was an amusement park at Coney Island. Okay. Um, Which, I don't know, did you know this? That there were... that. It wasn't like Coney Island, the amusement park. It was Coney Island, and there were three parks built on it.
0: No, I feel like Coney Island is one of those places where I need to know the lore of it more. It yeah, so lore
1: history. <laughs> so Dreamland, it was one of three original parks built on Coney Island, along with Steeplechase and Luna Park. Okay. It struggled to. It, it struggled to compete. Uh huh. Um, because Luna Park was better managed you know what this is a lesson theme parks are still learning Mm -hmm. um so in preparation for the 1911 season they had a new top executive and on the night before opening day an attraction called hell's gate in which visitors took a boat ride through dim caverns was undergoing last minute repairs by a roofing company a leak had to be caulked with tar during these repairs The light bulbs that illuminated the operations exploded, likely due to an electrical malfunction. In the darkness, a worker kicked over a bucket of hot pitch, and soon Hellgate was in flames, spread throughout the park. um, Because the whole park was just wood and plaster Paris. Yeah. Um, And it's just like everything keeps going wrong. (laughs) so like fires were a persistent problem because of this new high pressure water pumping station had been constructed a few years earlier but on that night it failed so it wasn't enough to contain the fire and the the entire park burned down oh my gosh wait a minute okay as the single-armed captain bonavita strove to save his big cats (gasps)
0: <gasps> wait what? A minute.
1: okay we need to what? reverse we need to do some research i think there's a lot more historical inspirations to this movie than we realized
0: what okay we might have to do a part two eventually
1: yeah like part two Julie and Laura do historical research but I also, like we've never done historical research on the movie No, it's Disney so I
0: certainly didn't think that there would be and also like this is still a kids movie like this is too far for a kids movie but now, but I need to know like this, now I'm like realizing that this Dumbo was made for for medium aged women that just need a good cry but also love (laughs) people Like, that's who this is made for. Because we're gonna explore. Okay, we're running out of time. We're gonna have to put a pin in this. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm so this glad took got a to turn! This. What? This is the most dramatic, um, just like the movie. Not In real time, a... this took a turn! More dramatic than I thought it was gonna be. Um, the last thing I'll say about Dumbo, and then we'll rate it, is I hate, and we were laughing hysterically because my friends and I are children, um... That he keeps calling him Big D. Don't do that to Dumbo. That's all. <laughs> so, Julie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farrell on Farrell scale, 1 to 5. Mm-hmm. What would you give Colin Farrell?
1: Um, I mean, Colin Farrell for Farrell's performance, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. As a movie, I think I'd give it... I'm wavering between a six and a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to give it a seven because I think when I do more research, I'm going to be more intrigued by this movie.
0: Holy shit! Like I'm not, I'm not doing this because uh, I want to be like you. I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I do, but that's I was exactly thinking that. I was like, I think it's about a six, but now, <laughs> holy! But shit. Now there might be more. If it's, I just love things that are. Oops, it's accidentally fan fiction, and I think we came upon another thing that's like, oop, it's accidentally. Tim Burton, Coney Island and fanfic. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All yeah. of this. Okay. We'll be we'll be back for more. We will we will come back to this <laughs> um in another episode. So Julie.
1: What do you have to yeah. look forward to? You? Um, okay. So we it's no secret. We we try and record things a little bit early so that we're not stressed. Everyone does it. Um I don't know why I needed to like justify us doing normal things but yeah. that's me um i am recording this three weeks before my child is due into this upon us into this world and that look i'm looking forward to that i think it's gonna be pretty cool yeah somebody somebody just bought the thor's hammer rattle off of our baby list oh beautiful <laughs> this child's gonna either gonna be the nerdiest child ever or like the best athlete ever
0: yeah, he'll be like, Mom, Dad, I have football practice stuff. <laughs> oh. I'm excited for that too. Um I I am uh the thing I have to look forward to is I am directing Little Kids in Wizard of Oz. Oh, and we had gosh. our first Munchkin Land rehearsal. Gosh. We have forty five kids in the Munchkin course alone. Of it course. Is crazy and intense, but they are sweethearts and they are rocking it. So, yeah all right listeners <laughs> thank you for listening um it's been it's been a week for julie and i so uh i we just appreciate you and we appreciate the time that we can like spend together um and really set aside for each other and et cetera and so forth so thank you for listening um because without you it wouldn't be possible and uh Buy our merch! I'm sure we're gonna have some weird shit coming out because we keep coming up with really fun things that happen. Because our we, our episodes just keep become more and more unhinged. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank you for listening and bye bye. pop culture period peace podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about our videos live shows and other podcasts please visit the